On Saturday night, we'll be visiting the most haunted house in Britain. But will the ghosts be there? Can you take it? Ghostwatch, a Screen One special for Halloween, Saturday at 9.25 on one. James. Lee. Welcome to... Sadist Filth. And before we start, I'd like to say, because it's been a while, as you know, but you've been busy. I've been busy, man. You've moved into a house, James. I have. I brought gifts. <gasps> you shouldn't have. This is for Lexi. You said she liked Prosecco, and it said Prosecco on it. That does say Prosecco on it. So that's for Lexi. Lambrini you, Prosecco. You that's so good of you. And this one, this one's for you. <gasps> oh my God, Captain Genius. <laughs> Captain Genius? Yeah. It says Captain Morgan on it, but it also says the he's, ca- a ge- he's a genius. Thank you so much. That, James, is because you and Lexi, grown-ups now, have your own house. We do. And we're celebrating that. I've bought you drinks to christen the house. Um, do I have to smash it over the house? You don't have to smash it over the house. You can drink it and get smashed in the house. Oh, I could get smashed on the house. You can get smashed and wake up on this roof. on top of the roof. Uh, and speaking of cripplingly haunted houses... <laughs> Beautiful segue. <laughs> Speaking of cursed houses, <laughs> what did we watch this time, James? <laughs> we watched the 1992, I believe, that is uh, BBC docudrama, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ghost Watch. Oh. Now, some people may call this uh, curveball. <laughs> well, you say that, but it was banned from TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to throw out another curveball uh, at the beginning of this very thing and just say outright, it's a five out of five. It is fantastic. This film is, uh, this document, this TV show is fucking perfect. You, it, you've already given your score. I'm going to hold my score. You're going to hold your I'm going to hold that over you. It's perfect. <laughs> it's goddamn perfect, James. It is the only uh, thing that gave kids PTSD. <laughs> I don't know. What about the Catholic the Church? The only TV show. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. The uh, Catholic Church TV show was pretty tame, all things considering. <laughs> well, they um, turned the cameras off. Well, yeah, and it was post Watershed, which this was. So you know, you, you shouldn't have had your kids watching it. Well, then uh, again, it was starring two um, two prominent TV presenters. Oh my god! Imagine if fucking Jimmy Savile was in this. <laughs> it would have been. He, extra he's the guy good. under the stairs. Oh my god! He's pipes. <laughs> <laughs> James, you chose this. Pipes. But you're right. Yeah, yeah, this got banned. This is a banned thing. This is yeah. a thing that got people in trouble. Mm-hmm. This is very controversial. This is a thing that they would never allow on uh, on BBC again until recently. But they, they pretty had much a 10-year flat ban out. on it, right? But they just haven't yeah. put it back up yet. Yeah. But, like, but they did a 20-year thing and released uh, Behind the Curtain. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think that was a fan-made thing, though. Oh. But, I mean, it's we've already missed the 25th year anniversary. Maybe for the 30th if it fucking comes out. Yeah. But, mm. ah, sparkling water. Sponsored by um, disgusting tasting water. <laughs> Sponsored by carbonated water. Next week, Indian tonic water. Oh, fuck off, man. That is gross. Um, so, I was reading, as we, as we know... Pipes is hidden throughout this. I was reading they discovered a one of him recently. There's really? eight confirmed... I just hit the mic. There's eight confirmed sightings of him, but according to the director, there's 13 of them in there. No way. Yeah. That's, how many did you spot when watching it? Well, I know the ones that I know, uh, and I wrote down the time when they came up. So I can tell you right now that I spotted eight, nine. 
Oh, wait, one of them is the question mark one, which I, uh-huh. I know about afterwards. See, I, I would say I, I, I've watched this once before. You then told me that, and I went back and looked at each of these things. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And one then, of them, the very first one, is the one that's only been recently confirmed because a higher quality version. Someone was watching it and uh, spotted it in the higher quality version. Very but cool. sorry, say what you were saying. Um, that was really rude. Yeah, you uh, told me that he was littered throughout. Yeah, yeah. So now I went back and watched those. And then this, in this sitting, I only spotted him three times. Which times? The first, obvi- the obvious one that they draw attention to. The tape. Whereas in the tape. That's literally the best one. But then he disappears. Yeah, yeah. Um, the time where they walk past and he's he's outside. Yeah. And he's outside the patio door. And oh, then, that one's so good. He's not even outside the patio door. He's, refle- he's, he's standing under the yeah. kitchen light, so he's reflected in the... That one's amazing. Yeah. And then um, when they're having the interview, when they're, when they're listening to the audio tape, sorry, Oh, wait, sorry. That's the obvious one that you're talking about is the one where he's by the window and they draw, yes. literally draw on yeah. him. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, the one where he appears behind the tape, that one's amazing. In the, in the, yeah, in the audio tape. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Do you know where the other ones are? I'm sure you showed me them at one point. Okay. But, but yeah, there's loads of them. Should we talk about this? Fucking... Should we give a, a brief overview? Let's do it. Should we Please, just go... You. Like, James, I don't know... I think the first time I ever heard it, I mean, it came out in 1992, so I was like five when this came out, so I'm not going to remember that. But I first heard about it when Channel 4 did those like top 100 scariest moments, mm. and it was on there. And it was just like, oh my God, that looks amazing. But my whole life, I've fucking loved the Enfield poltergeist. The uh, real life poltergeist. Yeah, the real <laughs> life poltergeist. Uh, and uh, I still have the book that is yours. <laughs> Ah, that I started um, reading again. What's it called? A this, very, house is this house is haunted. And this is that basically. The guys, the guy who wrote it was just like he based it almost it. exclusively I, on that. Can I point out, James? First note I've got down here. So the controversy of this thing was that it was shown in a drama slot, and it had a bit at the beginning and a bit at the end to say it was a drama. It had opening credits. It had opening end credits. credits and end credits, which lists the ghost as an actor. Yeah. But people tuning in, like, like um, I guess the best way to... Con- like, uh, Day to Day was around the same time. It's designed to look real. And it's designed to look and feel real. And you watch it, and people were watching it unaware that it was a drama. Mm. Uh, and they got in a lot of trouble for it. There was a lot of complaints. I think it was like 30,000 complaints. Yeah, I saw something like that. I think, yeah, thir- yeah, 30,000 complaints there were. But it was it was of the same milk as um, War of the Worlds. Yeah. When that came out on radio, they said at the beginning, this is a fictional thing. Most people would miss the beginning. And then they'd That's listen to this here, thing apparently. unfold. Yeah. yeah. This was back in the day when there was only four channels. Yeah. So allegedly... People were watching the end of a film on ITV, then changed the channel to BBC One to catch this thing, mm. unaware that it wasn't, uh, like, fake. But the crazy shit is, is when they defended it, they said there's a written by credit at the start, yeah. which there is, but two things. Number one, it just says by Stephen Volk. It doesn't say written by Stephen <laughs> Volk. And number two, I timed it. It is on screen for two seconds. <laughs> that is... 
And not even that. It felt less than, uh, what was it, 24 frames a second. It felt less than 48 frames. You could, I was watching it through to be like, yeah, that's barely on there. <laughs> you, you could, could miss literally that blink with and an miss extended that. blink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could li- you, people did miss it. Go, got a tired eye. Close, close your eyes for a sec. Just squeeze them. There, there you go. You could now it's real life. A, a, a pipe and then turn back and, and you've missed it. They. Yeah. Okay, so shoe, they, they were like, they were like, it's definitely a drama. But they were, I'm sorry, but you were making that look not like a drama. But yeah, what, <laughs> on purpose. So, so what the writer, what his original concept was, is that he wanted to make a six-part series. Yeah, yeah. And he pitched this mini-series um, based around, um, based around like kind of documentary style, uh-huh. going in and filming because at the time a lot of he was saying a lot of documentaries. Were using dramatizations of things, yeah, and yeah, yeah. TV shows were using documentary styles to make talk? things realistic. Yes, I did. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, yeah, and then from that, they said, "Well, we're not going to make a six-parter. We're going to whittle it down into uh, into one ninety-minute piece." Yeah. He said, "Great, but let's just do the last section of that, which is the live broadcast. Yeah. And can we do it as if it was live? Yeah. I'm like, okay." This could be fun. They even like it starts at it's daytime, which is crazy because it would have aired at nine pm, so it wouldn't have been day. Depends when. Oh wait, yeah, uh, Halloween. It was, it was on Halloween. Although it wasn't daytime, it, oh, no, was, it, it was dark. dark but they yeah. had shot. I think they were just showing shots of the house to be like it just looks like a normal house. Um, like there's so much going. This there's a re, like this is so good. This is a perfect like Robocop esque spoof of the media in the nineties. Uh, like of these types of TV shows, like mm. this is no different to Crime Watch. Yeah, uh, and it has the same setup, and it's a it's perfect... hosted by um, Michael Parkinson. Yeah, it's like a perfect comedy with a terrifying ghost story in it at the same time. Because yeah. like Michael Parkinson throughout acts like a fucking dickhead. He's so rude to people, and obviously Parky isn't like that on his show. But the one of the better, like um, Sarah uh, Green. Green was terrified. Like mm. you, you could, she started out getting more scared throughout the thing, and she was like panicking and trying to look after people. Well, she was it, very believable. Yeah, but then also they did a clever thing where they got her husband, uh, Mike Smith, uh-huh. um, to uh, to to be the person in the studio yeah, yeah, yeah. taking the calls, so you could see that he looked genuinely worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for her. I love which, how which people taking the people taking the calls start off looking normal, and then throughout it they're looking like panicked and shit, and they're answering like three phones, and he's got piles of paper. Yeah, on he's like, Ugh. they're getting more and more crazy. <laughs> you just want to but, see him wandering down with a stack, <laughs> like a stack of paper. But uh, it's Craig Charles as well. I remember the first time I watched it, so I was like, man, he's really annoying in this. But then I watched this again like three times last night, and it was just like, oh, he's actually genius in this. It sells the realism that he's like, oh no, this is all this is all bullshit. He, no, he's acting was like a, real... a kid show where he's like, oh yeah, come on, kids, let's have fun. Those people that are like, there was a dog that was killed, and he's like, oh my god, is there anything else? And he, she was like, yeah, it was pregnant, and all the p- babies were left everywhere, dead. Fetuses and he's everywhere. just like, oh my god. Well, let's go talk to the next guy. <laughs> and he's like so upbeat and TV Fun bullshit. House. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's so upbeat and TV bullshit that he's just not listening to what people are actually telling him. It's like going over his head. And it's totally. fucking genius. Yeah, no, and I think it adds to that realism as well because he he's he's acting like it's all bullshit and nothing's actually going to happen. Like a bit so later he's, on, with he's the just thing jumping comes out on. and spooking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he genuinely like. 
his demeanor starts to change towards the end where he's actually getting worried. So you think, like, if someone like him or someone like Michael Parkinson was super skeptical at the beginning... Gets, does he get worried? Yeah, when, when, when he's, like, running up. around, the police are here. Like, there's but before a, the, that, he's the talking to the guy. damaged. But yeah, but before the soundy comes out, when he gets caned inside... And then the ghost takes control of the transmission and it cuts back to him outside. And yeah. the light comes on the TV, the camera. He's like, oh my God, we're filming. I wish someone had told me. And, and then like, the light goes off, but they're still filming him. And he's just like, why didn't anyone tell us we were filming? He's suddenly like, only the bloody BBC. <laughs> only on the BBC. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's take this back to the start. It had a written by credit. Mm-hmm. But so the first thing we see is we get shown a video of the girls in bed, which is a video we come to later on. This is... Like, call the focal point of the phone calls that mm. people call in. Well, we get set up. Okay, so we get set up by Michael Parkinson. He walks you through. He says, this is a one-off thing. Oh, this is the first time we've done anything like this. We're going to do a live. Um, we're going to monitor this situation live. Uh-huh. It's the most haunted house um, in the UK. That no one's ever get, heard of. Yeah. Again, uh, it ain't real. <laughs> but internet? There was no, no internet exactly. in Exactly. Yeah. Um, so word of mouth. So I mean... It probably spread out as people thought it was real. Yeah. Well, people did. Um, but yeah, so uh, so you get introduced to all the, all the main characters where you say like, here's, um, what's her face, Sarah Green. Uh-huh. She's going to be your host on the ground. We've got her partner here. We've got the, um, what's her name, the parapsychologist. Oh, Dr. Pascal or something. Dr. Yeah. Lynn Pascal. Doctor, yeah, Lynn uh, sat um, next to Michael Parkinson. Mm-hmm. And those two were like the main hosts in the studio. And then they also walked through all the different bits of tech that they're going to be using to monitor it. But they, yeah, they yeah. did it in quite a, a, a down-to-earth way, quite a simplistic way that everyone could understand. Yeah. Even to the point of like handing over the camera to the uh, to to the presenter so that she can film the camera guy and the soundy. I think the camera guy and soundy are actual camera guys and soundies. They were, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah they were, they're, and they they were credited for that. Yeah, yeah. You know? but then again, I feel like that is the style of it was like live and kicking, where occasionally the crew would like be seen and stuff. Mm. It felt like the style of TV back then. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so then we get shown the video, right? This is the video that we used to come to later on. It's just the girls in bed. This is yeah. this is why this shit's good, because I mean there's some dumb shit in there, but a lot of it it could be believable. So one of them gets up and goes to the toilet, I assume, because then you hear a flush and you hear the pipe start banging, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's happening again!" Which is like taken out of context. That could be no, you, it's just the pipe water it's bad, in the pipes. Bad pipe work, yeah. But um, then shit starts flying around the room. But what really annoyed me is if you were filming that for scientific purposes, for research purposes, yeah, but it's you cle- would leave the shot wide. This is the thing, because though. It they, clearly is left wide, and then in post later on, the zooms are playing, right? In, because you'll be yeah. able to see the people throwing the stuff. Exactly, yeah. Well, I, it, I assume they just zoomed in and out. And then the fucking light turns on and levitates a little bit and then explodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, but, okay, so that's a bit silly, but that sets you up for what you're in for. I this Here's one of the reasons this is perfect to me. It doesn't blow its load too soon. And then when it does, it's earned it. Like when Paranormal Activity, which is a similar thing, I remember being like, right, I'm done. I'm done with this. The second the fucking Ouija board set on fire, I was just like, nah, that's just too silly, too soon. You haven't earned that. Yeah. Uh, and like even better, The Conjuring. 
earns it. You don't see the ghost until like 40 minutes or something in. Mm. And the first time you see it properly, it ju- it's up on that um, cupboard and it jumps down and it's a bit silly and a bit over the top, but then it calms down before it starts going over the top. But once it's like, yeah. okay, now you've seen the ghost, you can see them, you start seeing them more often. Whereas Conjuring 2 is just garbage right from the start and blows its load too soon. Whereas this literally doesn't blow its load. It starts to blow. Then you get literally the eye before the storm where everyone's calm and everything's back to normal. Then the doctor's like, wait a minute, this fucking footage that's come up on the screen isn't the right footage. Well, it's it's kind of broken into three parts. One where pretty much nothing happens and you're expecting that so much you're, stuff you're there's so many long there. camera takes yeah. and you're like oh someone, something's going to happen here and it doesn't happen but it's kind of like when Richard Hammond tries to do the um, spring watch and they're like so we're live for your time but it's now night time and you can't see anything out here but here's something we filmed earlier yeah, yeah. so you're kind of expecting like if this was live you'd sit there and you'd think fuck well nothing's going to happen for this hour or this, or this 90 minute period or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and then the middle, uh, the mid, the second act, if you will, um, it kind of it piques your interest, but then it deflates. Yeah. Because you think everything's a hoax. Yeah. yeah. And then the third act, everything goes batshit crazy, yeah. and and you <laughs> were expecting to go back to the first act, yeah, where yeah. it was then all going to be mundane and everyone would just sleep. So I think it it, it was done really well. Yes. <laughs> very very well crafted. And it fucking like it earned it. All right, I know you're going to hate it. But it reminds me of Wreck quite a bit. Wreck does that. The Wreck, filming at the end did. Especially that bit. Yeah. But Wreck itself uh, has the same progress where it's like it kicks off at the start. Then it starts, literally there's a, there's a lull in the middle that comes mm. down. And then from that moment on it's just fucking panic until that final scene when they're walking around in the dark with a night vision camera, which is identical to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, totally. It feels a bit too similar to be fair. It feels like an, another reason why that film is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> James there's a bit the bit you hate in Wreck happens in this where they, they stop watch and re- footage and stop and rewind it but that's fine because yeah because it, it makes sense in this because they're in this yeah studio. they're watching it in the studio and they're getting them to rewind James, it back this is do you think Wreck fucking ripped this off yes like they're almost identical parts that yes. you can't that can't be a coincidence right no no I mean it definitely ripped this off I mean like the the guy in uh, the writer he said that the paranormal, the guy from Paranormal Activity, said that he was inspired by this as well. Nice, like and Blair Witch lot, obviously was. Yeah, a lot of like found footage film has clearly been inspired by this. Well, I was watching, I when I was going through a YouTube thing last night of just watching stuff about it. I was hoping to find the behind the curtain thing, but mm. I might have to buy it like a nice human being. Oh. Uh, I found the Charlie Brooker one where he talked on that about a, f- a film that had come out in the 70s, a, si- a science programme yeah. about people landing on Mars. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then when they land on Mars, there's something moving under the sand. And no one cared about that. And that was fine. But <laughs> Because then no one they watches science programmes. But everyone <laughs> but that, cares about that, that ghosts. That was genius. I've never heard of that before. So that obviously predates Ghostwatch. Mm. But Ghostwatch, I don't know if it is the first mockumentary thing. I can't remember if Day to Day is before it or after it. But this know. one was the, the thing about day to day is it. I don't know. It's I swear they were trying to trick people. They say they weren't, but I swear they were trying to trick people on this. But the only thing is the kids, bless them, are pretty shit actors. The the kids and the mum. But here's the th- here's my thing about that. A, a long long time ago, with an ex, I watched The Exorcist with her, mm-hmm. and 
at the start of the film, she was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this. And I'm like, why? And she's like, that kid is the worst actress and she's so annoying. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. And by the end of the film, she was terrified. And the bulk <laughs> of the acting in that is the same kid that annoyed her in the first half. Mm. These kids are annoying at first and clearly can't act. They're clearly kids that are acting. And then when they're, they start turning creepy... <laughs> they're 90s TV kid acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then that is exactly what they're doing. It felt like fucking Queen's Nose kind of stuff. When she's like, oh, keep the picture, it's for you and all that shit. It was just weird. But then when she like pulled the eyes off the fucking rabbit... And then she was like, I would rather not. I would rather stick this in your fridge so I don't have to take this home. I didn't notice <laughs> until I was making notes, but one of the better moments in the film was when they were like... Um, hang on, people are calling in and they're describing the ghost. And they're like, yeah. And she's like, that's never been put in publication before. Find this old video. They find the old video of the youngest one talking about the ghost and describing what it looks like and it's spot on with what people are calling in and saying. Mm. And it only occurred to me when I did my notes run of this that they show a picture of him because she draws it and he's a man in a dress. So the people calling in could have just got the description from the picture which never occurred yes. to me until just then. <laughs> so that well, doesn't I think the really... first description was before that picture. No, I the think. picture's right near the start. Uh. Okay, so very close at the start, when we were introduced to uh, Craig Charles, he interviews the family. Um, if you remember, they're standing Is this out... before or after he launches out of a cupboard? Before that. Okay. He is, uh, he's interviewing the family outside and she's talking about how it's ruined. The, and the little kids are like, oh, mum said I was throwing stuff around, but it wasn't me. That is the first sighting of go- uh, the ghost. No way. And that's the one that no one knows until a higher quality version of the thing came out. And he's reflected in the glass of the window behind them. Wow. And it's really hard to spot. The level of detail <laughs> yeah. they went to. <laughs> there's one later on which is unconfirmed whether it is him or not. But there's a bit when they're... Before Mike gets hit by the mirror, the mirror's shaking. Mm. And it looks like he's in the mirror at the top in the like, top-hand <laughs> corner. But that could be anything. I don't know if that is actually it, but mm. it might be one of the ones. But yeah, so uh, the set is fucking badass for the oh uh, well for the studio, studio set. Yeah, where it's they so have unnecessarily over the top. They have like um, big big printouts of the family. They have a photo frame with a white sheet ghost <laughs> in the middle of it, and this, um, all the things on the mantelpiece are upside down skulls. Yeah, but right in the start, They've there's got a wall. Uplit skulls in the ground by the fireplace. There's a wall that's like, they're all grey and white swirls. And at the start, one of the walls becomes translucent and the, like, cool people are behind it. And that, yeah. you never see that again. That's brilliant. That was so weird. They're like, this is going to cost us a, a ton in the budget and we're only going to use it once. Yeah. <laughs> so we find out that they ran a computer program to find the place. They ran a computer program that showed them all the haunted places. Yeah. And this was the most... In the world, and then she's like, "Wait, no, not the world in the in Britain." Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And um, and then I've got the first caller mentioning about seeing someone. Yes. So the first caller comes in and says there was someone behind the curtain. So she's so the parapsychologist says, "All right, well, 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 can you try and find that and we'll see what's going on." Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's fine. So then Rachel Green goes in the house and meets the family, and um, they hear a noise, and she goes over the cupboard. And it's Craig Charles with a creepy mask on. Thing is, Craig Charles wouldn't need the creepy mask. Because <laughs> he's already creepy? See, he Bless him. his heart. <laughs> no, nah, he's one of the good ones. Oh, thank God. 
for now. Um, and now then we get the backstory as well. So this is when we hear about uh, the kids sleeping and thinking that the mum walked in and yeah, was watching yeah, yeah. them sleep and then left, but it wasn't her. And we hear and they've heard banging and we find out that Pipes stands in their bedroom in the corner by the curtains, yeah. which is exactly where the uh, the caller said that he stands and that Wait, he so lives under the stairs. The one, the really blatant one later on where he's standing at the window. Which one's that? Wait, you know when the um, girl's covered in scratches? Yeah. They pick her up and take her out. Then the cameraman spins around and I was Pipes is standing there. there, literally standing there next to the curtain. He spins around and he's just fucking standing in front of him. Then the cameraman turns back and he's gone. Like in that one movement, he's just gone. And they're like, that, just yeah, that one's really behind the bed. I was looking for that one and I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear in that I swear in that one I might be wrong but I swear because he wears a black dress or whatever but I swear in that one he was wearing a red dress because he's the same colour as the curtain but hmm. he's definitely there that <laughs> one's amazing because the cameraman himself turns back because he's like wait did I just no wait there's no one there brilliant so this is I get like I don't want to reiterate a point that Charlie Brooker made but this is in the day before like you could rewind live TV and shit mm-hmm. which is that man is genius yeah, the genius thing, the genius thing of putting them in there and and bringing attention to it, and him being in the footage, and then when they rewind yeah. it, he's not there. <laughs> well, that's that happens now when they so yeah, you find out he lives under the stairs, and then they go back and they rewind it. They find out he lives. So they you, you find out that he lives under the stairs in the glory hole. <laughs> now, if that's where if her, I was to change her, one her, thing about this, ex husband, it was his happy place. Where he um, edited, like, uh, hung his photos or something, and they yeah. called it the glory hole. Which I feel like the guy who wrote this knows what a glory hole is. I feel like they just wanted to say glory hole on BBC as often as they could. <laughs> it does come up frequently. And to be fair, it's where the kid gets molested in the end. <laughs> oh, God. He's hurting me. Please stop. Can't it be the hell hole? No. Can't have been anything up the molest hole. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, so we watch the footage, and this is where it's really, really clever. Because you're Genius. assuming it's live. They bring it up on their video wall, and you can see quite clearly a man standing in the corner of the room. Yeah, yeah. When the lights get turned But he's turned almost off. like he's been projected onto the... He's not actually yeah, there. Yeah, he looks kind of translucent. Mm-hmm. And then they say, wait, wait, can we go back? So they rewind back, and they play it again. And they play you the exact same footage but without him there. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh no, I think what, what you've mistaken here is that there are shadows around here that look like a head and a body. But in that one, he's in the footage. No, no, he, he's not. It. He's not in the one where she draws on <laughs> it. it. It's just shadows from the curtain. Yeah. But like, because they had shown you that he was actually there and then they made you doubt your own sanity. Yeah. By showing you the video where he isn't there at all, but saying you might have been able to make something out of this shape. Yeah. And make it's you so question crazy. yourself. Like when you watch this for the first time, you wouldn't have known. I When I watched it the first time, I rewound it. Because I was like, I don't fucking trust these guys. Yeah, but I mean, and I watched it, it and I was like... Other than Ugh. that one bit, you wouldn't have known that he's in the film like eight or so other times. No, no. Um, and also, it's really cool because it starts happening to the presenter. Because there's a bit where she runs into the bathroom and there's like, oh shit. Oh, there's nothing there, and opens the door, and she's like, "There was a guy standing. There was a guy standing behind the door. I saw it." Mm-hmm. And they were all like, "No, there's no one there." So it's putting you in the same mindset as them. And if they're 
actively trying to convince you this shit's real, which they definitely were, you are thinking, well, she's a, a live host and she's seeing this guy as well and then she's not. Yeah, yeah. Am I? Everyone else that is calling up, hundreds of people are calling up, they can all see this guy. Yeah, It yeah. mustn't just be me. That guy definitely exists. He's in such amazing places. It's so, so well done. Right, uh, so um, that one is the... That's Okay, that's like... Are I they? wrote down it's like one of the greatest TV moments ever, but I feel like there are better ones in there. There's so many moments in this that are fucking genius. Like, so many. Um, so they, they also mentioned that um, they, had, they had to bolt it up as well, didn't they? It, yes. And it smelled of rotten cabbage. Yeah, she talked... This is where she went down there, right, and the door closed and she was banging on the door and yeah. she was screaming for help, but the kids couldn't hear her. They could just hear the banging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when they decided to, like, nail it shut. Yeah. Um, and then they say they t- talked to the council about it, but they didn't care. Supposed to tabloids, and they essentially took the piss. Yes. And they did a TV interview, and then that just got the kids even more bullied. Uh, all of these things <laughs> happened to the fucking Enfield guys. <laughs> like, because they were on the front page of The Sun at points, like the most haunted house in Britain. Mm. Um, and they clearly looked like them as well. Like, they clearly cast them to look like the Enfield people. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. So I've got next... This is where they uh, play the tape of the recording. At 30 minutes in, this is where they play mm-hmm. the tape. Yep. Which is one of the greatest moments in TV. But this is one of the bits where where they kind of they kind of break the documentary style a little bit. I know it, I know it could have been rigged up easily, but when they walk around, you can see the lighting change. Yeah, they do that on purpose, though. Yeah, but that felt a bit too dramatized instead of like having it live. But it's it a documentary that got shot. It's a live TV program, quote unquote, that got shown on Halloween. Do you think when they're going to play a spooky tape, they'd keep the lights on, or would you turn the lights down in the studio to make it creepy? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, yeah, I just wouldn't expect to see them like actively shifting lighting. In the I, don't live know, I think set, that's but... believable in a. Yeah. But that is a great moment where you hear the voice of Pipes recorded. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's the sound of like two voices. Yeah. It's like doing singing nursery rhymes or something, but all mixed up nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. And it's really un- hard to understand it. But this bit's amazing because when they turn the lights down, standing just behind them is Pipes. Yeah. <laughs> just standing yeah. there. She stood, he stood just behind the uh, parapsychologist. Yeah, that bit's fucking so good mm-hmm. genuinely every time i watched that bit back i got goosebumps it's like terrifying. genuinely yeah. genuinely watching this on my own last night may have been a mistake i'm so glad i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> i watched half of it half of it on my own knowing that someone was downstairs and then the rest of the night i hated having to walk around the house <laughs> It's so annoying. Like, as soon as I finished watching it last night, the neighbours were doing something upstairs and it sounded like scratching on the walls and I was just like, man. I got into work early today and rewatched the end, like the end 15 minutes. Again. Yeah. And I was just sat in a room with my headphones on, staring at the door. Just because so I didn't want to get distracted by someone coming in and freaking me the fuck out. Even that ending, I guess out of context, still works. It's so good when it like... And they're like, what's really going on in the house? And then it, the feed cuts back. But it's like, the first thing you hear is like the kids screaming, but it's slowed down so much. It's just like... And it's fucking really horrible. It's harrowing. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. 
So yeah, so so we have that, and they're talking about how they they, they got someone to analyze the voice, but uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, there's no way she could have done it. They tried they to get her, her to do it with tape. They filled her yeah, mouth with water and taped her we mouth shut. Shoved socks in her mouth and taped it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all the Made stuff they claimed they did to the girl, the Enfield girl. And I'm like, well, where's the footage of you doing that? I want to see the footage of her with mm-hmm. water in her mouth and her mouth taped shut, and she's still doing the voice. I want to see you waterboarding that girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you did do that. I think you're lying to sell your book. (laughs) Um, This is where uh, we see Craig Charles interviewing people and they talk about the crime in the area. They talk about kids going missing. They they then bring out a bunch of evidence. Oh, sorry. Yes, And they they bring out um, all these broken cutlery and bent spoons. Mm -hmm. um, And they said they got the military to test out the cutlery and it was done by... Severe changes in temperature from hot to cold. Yeah. That it wasn't broken. They're all kind of warped. Uh-huh. They look weird. It looks like they part exploded out and froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they talk about how Susan got cuts in her face as well. And they show the picture of her, which is like horrific. All scratched up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all cat scratched up. Yeah, yeah. Because they look like cat claw marks all over her face, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, and they mentioned that Poltergeists can either be person or location specific, so they don't know if it's based on the house or on her. Yeah. And when do they in that men- And then they, they bring think- in the skeptic. Oh, yeah, the American guy. Yeah, they bring in this American guy from New York who has very little input except to say... Why do they get him all the way from America? Shit. I'm sure there's skeptics in the UK that could have been like, she's shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe he had been very vocal about her or something. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they just wanted to add to the credibility... Like we have this, um, we have this guy from uh, from the states. With top man, um, exactly. He, he's he, he's a high up guy. He, he's important. It was, it was Trump. <laughs> it was Donald Trump talking about poltergeists and the lack thereof. Yeah, no, we don't hear from that stuff for a while. And um, we really? then, yeah, then we have the reporter tells her story. About how she woke, she was staying in this house, and she wakes up to to harps. I can't. Oh yeah, sorry. She tells. Wait, Sarah tells her story. Yeah. She, she doesn't wake up to harps. So she wakes up to mystics and barley fucking dancing yeah. right in front of her. Yeah, mystics and barley with harp, with, with harp music. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, rolling their eyes back. Which I, what another thing I liked about this is that they had all these different people throughout. So they had, are they, they had, those ones are real? I think. Were they in the credits, people? they did say thank you to people for their... I think they were actual things. ghost stories that people yeah. told. And one of them like genuinely wanted his face removed because he was like finding shit all over his house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, which I think is really cool that they've got all of these which anchor the idea that other people have experienced psych- uh, like a psychic phenomenon. Yeah. Paranormal phenomenon. Um, phenomena. You got that both, other both the other words were right. It was the second word that was wrong. <laughs> that other people had experienced um, paranormal phenomena. Yeah, yeah. Um, phenomena. Uh, Suspiria. Ooh, <laughs> Suspiria trailer. Oh, yeah, have they remade that? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's been remade. It's a, a reimagining or something. Reimagining with less yeah. Technicolor. <laughs> But the Technicolor looks good, though. Does it? I haven't watched yeah. the trailer. It, it, I just assumed it wouldn't have any Technicolor. I watched the it. trailer without sound. Beautiful. I was just like, I don't want to spoil anything for me. <laughs> but I kind of want to look at the imagery and see what it's like. It looks good. Um, it does look really nice. It, it looks like it's it's 
filmed in a very classic giallo sure, way. I'm going to just check this out. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... Um, so I like as well that later on there's one of a guy calling up being like, my bloody cheese sandwich jumped off my chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, which... I don't know if you remember the Darren Brown seance that he did mm-hmm. that got him in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And in that, it gets revealed that the person that the seance is about is alive still and it's all bullshit. But throughout it, he had set up, because it was live, I remember that, he set up a thing where you could call in and tell your stories and somebody called in and said that, like, his fucking cupboard levitated across his room while all this was happening. <laughs> and they obviously put the bullshit ones to play on TV because it's obviously bullshit and they're just trying to point out it's like Massasarian bullshit. Yeah. And literally it happens in this. Yeah, but but with this, it's, it's anchoring that belief that this that other people have experienced this mm-hmm. and they're constantly trying to nudge your perception yeah. into thinking it's not just me. If you can... If you can not just focus on one person, but say that everyone is feeling like this, yeah, then you feel convinced yourself. You feel like you're part of this bigger experience. You feel like you have to conform to that, and that's definitely what they were doing by by doing things like this. And they are and like, having nah, people tell just, these different we didn't little stories. Mean any of that? It's just a story that we made for the TV. Beautifully crafted. <laughs> it's such a good. <laughs> exercise and manipulation of audience me and chris talked about it before could you do something like this now and get away with it and i don't know if you can but then i was thinking the other day if possible because the end the twist at the end where it goes batshit crazy and it's a seance live on tv and it's got out of the tv because one of the people calls in is it's like our kids i can't get them away from the tv um you would then have to feed social media well if you could get it into the somehow Get it into the phone line in the in the in the story, and then if there was a way to just push a button and have everyone's phone ring an unknown number, that would be fucking amazing. If people were watching TV mm. and it's in the phone line, and you're like, oh, whatever, and then the fucking everyone's phone starts ringing. It says unknown number. That'd be incredible. If that was possible, that would be the way Let's to do it. Let's speak to the Queen. Either Let's her or one of her corgis definitely has <laughs> a, a route into everyone's phone. <laughs> that or something to do with social media. But I don't know if you... Because the thing is... I think what you'd have to have is you would have to have a ton of different like influences, right? Yeah, yeah. Or like, say, a thousand hoax accounts. Yeah. Sending tweets, Instagram messages, Facebook stories and live videos of different things happening yeah, yeah, yeah. that all were like hashtagging in the show Genius. that you're watching and then people be like holy fuck like look, look at what these other people are, are seeing and then that all gets spread over and over and then that could balloon that would be amazing <laughs> if you could if you could uh do like essentially a modern day blair witch yeah because yeah, yeah. all they had to do was create a website yeah that's all they did <laughs> They literally made a website and people felt... Oh, they, they did do a fake news story about it on uh-huh. one channel somewhere. See, there you go. Yeah, you do anything like that. Yeah. But they did a fake That's news perfect. channel where they uncovered the footage. And I was thinking about that now. If you could pull that off now by doing, like, set up a few fake news stories, like a Darren Brown thing where he puts a story in the newspaper and someone reads it, mm. but you do it for the whole country, would you... I reckon if you're like the Sun newspaper, for example, and you're like, let's put our fucking ad for this thing in the Sun newspaper, and the ad for the thing is like a fake news story, 
and you've got to keep feeding that fake news news story every so often. I feel like if yep. you were to put that in the papers now, it would legally have to say sponsored by fucking BBC or some shit in the corner. So yeah. you'd know that it wasn't real. Yeah, or they have to have like advertisement on there. Yeah. Which would But I reckon it. you can get a load of like shitty Daily Mail adverts. Yeah. Online. But uh, so another thing is when I mentioned the kids earlier, they're not great at acting, yet they were good enough to fool the entire country. Yeah, I think because also you could expect that the kids are going to be kind of stilted. Yeah. Because they're not used Do to being on camera. We know it's we know now that it's not real. Yeah, I think otherwise we could probably easily easily fool for them. The, the one thing that really threw me was when she was um, when she was getting herself orange juice from the fridge. Yeah, yeah. And she was like. Hey, do you want do you want tea or something? He's like, oh no, I'm gonna have an orange, thanks. And then like bends down, gets her orange juice, and then waits a couple of extra beats. And then she's like, hey, could you grab me some milk from there? She's like, oh yeah, sure. And stands up, and she's holding both in her yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. So it's like little bits like that. That was a bit, a bit where I was waiting for something to happen. I was waiting for her to drop, put the stuff down and be like, <gasps> but then she's like, she puts the stuff down. And it's like, oh hey, mom, and then mum's on a fucking monitor, and she can yeah. see her, and it's just and like, yeah. I assume she can hear her because that monitor is used later on when the mum starts no having feedback. a go at Parky. Yeah. When she's like, yeah, our family aren't liars. You're like, who's she talking to? And you're like, oh wait, those monitors are in the kitchen. It must be that. Yeah. That she's talking it's to. weird. It's very, it's a very weird scenario. Yeah. Um, but we know because we work in TV that it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Because that's a monitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a two way fucking hell. <laughs> So yeah, uh, where are we? Is where this we now the dead baby dogs? No, so they, they put Susan asleep. Yeah. Then uh, this is when they were making like the tea and stuff. Uh-huh. And um, and the soundie says that he's heard some scratching around the house. Yeah. And there might be animal scratching. And the cam up says, actually, yeah, my watch is broken. Yes. So like, what? <laughs> and that's when, because they've mentioned the clock stopping... And that's when cogs start to turn. Like, okay, wait, these guys that aren't related to the family are starting to clock onto things. And then you see um, the presenter, Sarah, get a bit rattled by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Then you get the story of the bloke t- talking about um, saliva on his mackerel, yeah. on his doorstep and his shoes, <laughs> and shit smeared everywhere. <laughs> so It's probably shit smeared everywhere because he ate the mackerel and got the shit. <laughs> Yeah. So I was saying here, this is anchoring that like malevolent spirits are real. Yeah, yeah. I love that this film, there's so much exposition in this, but it gets away with it. And also, mm. like, there are rules. There are set rules, which they have to explain to you, but it adheres to them. Like, like when the woman says she got locked in the glory hole and no one could hear her, Craig Charles and everyone can't hear what's going on in the house, even though they're being quite fucking loud in that house. Yeah. And they can't see the feeds from inside the house, and they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously the ghost has some sort of effect there. And obviously that then, when it gets into the fucking studio, it does the same to them, because they can't see on the monitors, like, what the fuck's going on. It's in the machine. <laughs> ghost in the machine. <laughs> um, so now Craig Charles scares the shit out of everyone and jumps on the camera and says, boo. Does he? He does. He says boo. Does he do that twice? And then he goes for a jog. He's, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Craig yeah. Charles, man. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and then he goes to speak to the neighbours yeah. who lived opposite. Yes. Uh, this is where they walk and talk, I believe, and they talk about the... Um, the, like, the area is dangerous and there's a lot of crime there and they mention that kids have gone missing but then they talk about being really their kids being really upset and that's why they're walking to the park and he says like what and then because they were like they found a dead dog here but did you hear the bit about the stabbing they said about a little boy getting stabbed they said right? they said like now I know that a lot of people can get knifed but we had a five year old knifed <laughs> yeah and she's like that's not normal and that's not okay do you know what that rings a bell, but it's really cool that he glazes over it too. Yeah. Um, because again, he's like, oh, okay, so more about this park. Yeah. <laughs> and when he and when she's like, there was a dead dog here, and he's like, wow, was there anything else? Like that wasn't enough. And, and then she's like, yeah, it was pregnant. There it was, was cut lit, open. Like a a cut. What was it? Um, oh man, I wrote it down. Fetus cut open ever. like something from a butcher's shop. Yeah. And the kids found it. But it's like the whole thing, like, he's definitely done some pre-interviews with these people. Or yeah. someone has, because they know that they have something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, So he knows the talking points. And he runs over, he's like, now we're going to go speak to these people, these neighbours who know some wacky things that have yeah. been going on. And he's so juvial about the whole thing. And it's something so fucking grotesque mm. that you wouldn't even hear on Fetuses the Fetuses everywhere. Yeah, like... Butchered fucking dog. <laughs> Stabbed up five-year-olds. <laughs> and then he goes to see the demon guy, the actual exorcist, and he's like, all right, let's go see him. And he's standing in the crowd and literally stood right behind him is our first proper, <sighs> like, good shot of pipes where you see his eye all ripped out and shit. Still miss that. But it's genius. God damn it. I'm going to have to go back one. and rewatch it. Yeah. You said you saw him behind the people. Not there. No, 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 you said that. But you said you saw him... So when were the times you saw him? I saw him... Um, oh, you saw him behind the, the people in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, he stood there. He has stood there at that point when... In uh, the audience. He's, yeah, he's standing behind the demon, the guy that ex- tried to exercise him from the building. The part-time spiritualist mm-hmm. that he basically just prayed for. He yeah, didn't he, actually exercise and then, anything. He said he had like, the taste of blood in his mouth or he something? He said he was sick for a week with the smell of blood in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty metal. <laughs> it smells like iron. And then Craig Charles asks, who do you believe in this sort of thing then? No, he's like, do you believe in an evil place? And he's just like, oh, you can get like evil people. And like, why can't places be evil? Mm. And that's when they start seeding the idea that um, people can pass stuff on to other people. So why can't houses pass things yeah. on to families? Yeah. Because this whole... I remember there being stuff about ley lines in this, but there isn't. They do mention it at one point. They do mention it. Where they say, um, later on they get a call from someone talking about the history of the house. And she says, yeah, no, we know all about the ley lines. um, She does say that, yeah. And how it aligns with this, this and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And like the time of it being built aligned with something as well. And then we get dragged into the house um, Mm. because they find a circle of water on the floor. Which is something that happened in the Enfield Poltergeist case. And as a perfect circle. Perfect circle. And they said that wouldn't happen because normally it would just seep out into different areas. Yeah, yeah. So they get her to sniff it and feel up the light. Yeah, yeah. It just smells like a handkerchief. (laughs) Yeah, and then she goes to use the tap and the tap isn't working. Does that happen? Yeah, so right after that she goes to like, uh, I think Susie comes down. And she's like, um, oh, because yeah, she's just at the she's door, like, I've got right, bad and they stomach. Make her jake. Yeah, Jump. yeah, yeah. And then she like, she's like, oh, I'll get you a glass of water, and goes and get tries to get a, a thing of water, and it turns on, but nothing comes out. 
And then that? suddenly it just starts spraying water all over her. How did I miss that? And then she tries to shut it off. It doesn't shut off. And then it takes a while to shut off. It's a, it was a little thing, but I was like, that's nice because he's been fucking with the pipes and because there's water on the floor. How the fuck did I miss that? Mm. <laughs> so um, did we ever mention they call him pipes because he bangs in the pipes? Yeah, which is genius. Yeah. Because um, went... she said, oh, she said it was the central heating. It's just the pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I fell down a fucking rabbit hole of Ghostwatch stuff last night, I saw a bit from a clip from a show where they were talking about um, real shows that have tricked people. It was like a panel show presented by David Mitchell. And then they all started talking about pipes and Ghostwatch. And David Mitchell was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, do you not know what a pipe Ghostwatch is? And he was just like, no. And he, they were like, like, you're hosting you, this? They were like, didn't you watch stuff when you were fucking growing up? He's like, I watched loads of... Um, uh, loads of I lost, I watched all of Knight Rider and, and they're like and you you like he said something along the lines of Knight Rider being better uh, and he's just like unlike something like Sarah Green running around from a ghost named Pipes and made it sound out of context really stupid but everything works in context in this like the mm-hmm. Pipes thing is genius like they didn't yeah that's not even taken from them feel fair I mean they heard banging in the pipes but they didn't call the ghost Pipes. And the fact that they named it as well is like genius because that's not even his name, but he doesn't have a name because yeah. he is an the, amalgamation. The, yeah, the ghost story in this is so good. It's a thing that possesses a, a person, then they kill themselves and they've melded with it, and then that goes on to possess the next thing mm-hmm. and it keeps going. And that's why he like dresses as a woman because he thinks he's a woman because he's being possessed. Yeah, fucking genius. <laughs> How did I miss that? Well, I got water circle, then we get the sandwich thing. And yeah, what I liked yeah, here yeah, is the, cool, the the Welsh cooler. The, what I liked here was that Michael Parkinson was like, "Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it." So, yeah, well done, very clever. But the, the so woman's like trying we're, to take We're live. We're going to have issues like that. Yeah, People yeah. are going to be knobs. And then they have to go back to the house because this is where it all kicks off. There's scratching and banging downstairs, mm-hmm. and then oh, there are pictures. There, yeah, yeah. So they're upstairs um, with the girls. Yeah, and they hear banging downstairs so they run downstairs and they hear um they hear cat noises and they see pictures littered all throughout the kitchen uh-huh. of like things that um kimmy is it who's a little girl i think both of them but it's it leads yeah they're towards the 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 door the back door yeah and then uh, we get a jump scare where a cat jumps out yes which has some meaning and then you're like okay that's the jump scare but then the best bit comes, which is so subtle, you could even miss it, when she stands up and turns around and you see the reflection behind her and fucking Pipes is standing there. <laughs> and it's so quick that you could miss that. And it's like, this is why it's good, because it's like, yeah, there's a couple of dumb jump scares in it, but a lot of the shit is just like, oh, fuck, did I just see that? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's tiny nods. Yeah, it's it's yeah. little things that make you question yourself viewing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure if you go back and rewatch it, you could miss it again. I think the first time I ever watched it, I just assumed it was the crew reflected in the, in yeah. the thing. Because I think you see the cameraman reflected as well. They probably dressed everyone up like pipes just in case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of him over there. And they're all drinking um, from plastic cups. Yeah, so then they run upstairs because they're like, we've got to check on the kids. And they're like, don't go upstairs, don't go upstairs. Well, one of the kids is missing. One of the kids got out of bed and hasn't appeared on the landing 
And then all of a sudden they have control of the cameras like it's Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And they zoom in on this slightly open bedroom door and the girl is there hitting the pipes with a hammer. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my God, they fake the whole thing. All the scratching we heard on the walls equates to the pipes being hit with this little hammer. Everything we heard downstairs while they were both in sight upstairs <laughs> all faked by yeah. her throwing hammers out the window. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, they find that out. Um, they then say, like, uh, Parkinson's like, okay, all right, I see what's happened here. We thought we were going to have an actual show. We've been misled. These guys are dicks. And she's like, I just gave them what they wanted. They wanted to see him. We weren't going to, he wasn't going to act up tonight. We didn't know. So I wanted to make, him, make sure they could see it. Backup plan is for the studio, though, if it got turned out to be a hoax. Fi- 60 minutes into the hour and a half broadcast. What do just, they do for the last 30 minutes? Just rip the shit out of these kids. Put <laughs> exactly. them on he trial. Public he literally trial. tries to bully one of them at one point because they're like, let's go get the mother. And he's like, no, I'd like to speak to the kid first. And it's like, fuck off, Barky. So tell him, tell him you faked it. <laughs> and then, yeah, they speak to the US skeptic who basically says, I told you so. Mm-hmm. I love the look on the I'm doctor's face it. when it cuts back and she tries to explain it as the, the phase where the kids fake it. It's a known phase, and then she's like, I don't know, I don't know, it can't be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm a bit stuck here, you've cornered me. Um, maybe creationism isn't real. I don't have the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I think they then get someone to talk about another ghost story. Well, they, yeah, that's and what they, they have they, a call in. To keep the audience hooked, they then like pull in like... Pull in, like There's uh, a girl talking, right? It cuts back to a girl. I remember there being a woman talking in front of a grey count. Uh, the thing, the same one, the guy talking about the mackerel and stuff. But I can't remember what her story was. Yeah, I can't remember. This bit seems vague in my notes. Um, but I think we got another another ghost story. And then someone... Um, and like that was basically brought in to be like, Hey, don't worry, don't leave yet. We can, uh, we've still got entertaining shit for you to see. Is this where we get the phone call? We get a phone call at some point. And the uh, yeah, okay, I think breaks. it's here. We get a phone oh. call from a woman no, saying... The, vi- the video and then the playback breaks. The video and the playback breaks. The, the, we got the video of the woman and then the and the playback breaks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it quits out and it goes back to them That's in the middle of the studio. That's probably I don't remember what the hell she's saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and th- we have the kid being then, covered in scratches now, Well, then, right? then we get a call um, is, saying is that the, call the TV... Is the one about the mother? Saying, like, the TV has shattered... Oh, no, no, the glass table. The oh, the glass table shattered, and the, yeah. And it just shattered. And then someone else saying the kids won't stop watching TV. Oh, the same woman. The kids won't stop staring at the TV. There's blood everywhere. All of our clocks have stopped. Yeah, she's like, I told them to go to bed, but all the clocks still say it's 9.30. And he's like, this is a serious... Th-. Michael Parkinson's like, this is a serious thing. There's been an accident. There's been an injury in your home. You should start watching the TV and and send your children to bed now. They they they've witnessed a, a drama. Like, I love that he starts telling someone how to raise their kids. Though. Yeah, that bit's amazing. When he's like, just he keeps going, just send your kids to bed, and then they hang up on her. Mm. And the woman's like, no no no, if you're still watching, just listen to me. Like, don't fucking hang up on me. Yeah, which is classic. Like, I know it didn't happen yet, but in 1999, when uh, the Columbine thing happened. And they were, they, the news found out the kids in the school were watching the news in the school. And they were, the, the fucking uh, news people were like, 
keep keep us tuned in. We'll fill you in with all the updates. We'll we'll get you through this kind of thing. Mm. And then the police were like, no. Tell them to turn the fucking TVs off because then the gunmen know which goddamn rooms they're going around in. Oh, shit. So tell them to turn the TVs off. And then they were like, turn the volume down on the TV. They said live on TV. Well, they, they've is, got to keep up with viewing audience I mean, figures. Luckily for them, those kids had shot themselves by this point. But still, like, you're, just, you're putting lives in danger just to get fucking viewers. Yeah. Like, not thousands of viewers. Yeah. Like, three TVs max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, reminded me of that. Then we have Susie's cut up face. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like we heard cats. You hear the sound of cats. And it was either in the house or in the studio. I think at this point it was in the house. Potentially. There's a bit later on where it cuts back to the studio and there's a knocking. And I'm like, there's no way that they didn't intentionally put that yeah. in there. But they keep feathering stuff in. So you hear and see things in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, it's like, it's gradually progressing over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Susie has a cut-up face. Mm-hmm. And the, and he's like, well, how do we know that's not self-mutilation? She that little bitch cut her own face up. And she's like, how could she do that? Look, at look, she doesn't have any fingernails. They're just nubs. And every time you try to touch her, she's like, don't touch me. Yeah. Man, that bit's good. And the other kids touch. just fucking stand there staring at the wall. And they're like, what are you staring at? And she's like, pipes is here. Pipes. And that's this when the camera when, spins around and he's standing there in the room. This is when she goes into the toilet to get some, to get a flannel and give them some time. Yeah, yeah. Because like she's freaking out and they get a flannel and then she see, thinks she sees a thing behind the door. I love that they keep rolling because it's like when he, this family gets found out that they're frauds and, and then the... The presenters and that they didn't have anything in the to field just have to stand around awkwardly while like this is happening and be like, what do we do here? I guess this is a new story of uncovering a hoax. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then they're saying, um, and, and then she was staring at pipes. And then he says, um, like, after the face scratching and like the fact she's looking at pipes, like, Michael Parkinson says, well, we'll be staying with this show um, the next program's cancelled. Yeah, yeah. Which, Which I'm surprised because they say guide. it's a 90-minute episode. Exactly. In, at the, the in the TV guide, it should have said that it was 90 minutes. So at that point, you should have known this was bullshit. Maybe yeah. that was put in there to be like, this is bullshit. It's about to get even more bullshit. No, see, I think it was put in there to be like... Um, if you think most people probably weren't reading the TV guide constantly. Yeah, yeah. So it's put in there to be like, this is believable. In a real life thing, they would delay something if something important came up. Yeah, yeah. And it was starting to get to the point where they're winding down because it was all a hoax. Yeah. So then he's like, wait, actually, no, this isn't a hoax. We're going to stay with it so much so that we're going to postpone the other shows because <laughs> this is really important. You should definitely pay attention to this. This could be groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really good. It's really clever. <laughs> um, um, so then uh, there's a caller that comes in saying that um, there was a childminder who drowned her kids there, who drowned them in big copper pots. Yeah. Um, and she lived on that road. In that house. In that house, yeah. <laughs> to which they were like, uh, can, you, can you stay on the line so we can try and substantiate these claims? yeah. Um, and Michael Parkinson is kind of like, eh, I don't believe anything. Um, fuck my notes. <laughs> okay, so I, all right, so you, I've got cut me out now. Here's my notes. I've got the uh, the the mum calls in or the woman calls in saying mum used to scare about a story. Then she finds out it was true. 
Then we've got Pipe standing in room after he says, the kid says she's there and says that they have to stay. She's like, you have to stay because Pipes wants you to stay. And they're like, right, we're getting you kids outside. Yeah. And they drag him downstairs. But then um, there's banging. That's when I've got... And Susie's talking in a double voice. Oh, that was still upstairs. Susie talks in a double voice live on camera. And then Kim disappeared. Okay, this hasn't happened yet. Because then it... Cut, this is when I've written the time code uh, seven. 72 minutes and 12 seconds in there's knocking in the studio and then there's tension building in the studio that's when the guy's like someone called in and they started a story but then they then they didn't mm. like we call back please call back and all this kind of shit yeah then we go to susan in the trance and it's really but it cuts back to the in it cuts back in and Sarah's talking to the camera, and then you just start hearing this fucking noise, and it's in her earpiece, and she's like, "Yeah, that was the feedback." That shit yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. And then the fucking wall start banging. Yeah. Then the picture flies off the fucking wall. Yeah. That's when it's like, then she notices that the little girl's gone, so she leaves, and that's when the fucking it zooms in on the fucking girl. The other on, one is on, just on like, Susie and what big eyes you have. Yeah. What big lips. Yeah, 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 and in so that really cre- creepy voice. <laughs> um, and then she, uh, then Sarah, the presenter, goes downstairs to try and find Kim. Yeah, and she like goes up to the sink and finds the bunny has been like drowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a nice touch yes. after hearing about the drowning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then finds Kim like behind the fridge door or something, curled up in the corner. I love it because it's like. It's not like Chekhov as a gunny kind of thing. It's like it sets up enough for you to think this might be bullshit what this person's saying, but then this thing has happened, so it's like, oh my god, maybe that is true. Mm. And there's no moment where even the big reveal phone call that comes later on, it's not like, oh man, you blew your load of it. It's like, oh man, that's really cool because you already set up that there's cat noises. Yeah. And we know that he lives in the under under the stairs for some reason and we've heard scratching because when the kid talks about looking through the crack and seeing him in the crack being yeah. like, he looks really disgusting <laughs> and then shows her the picture big scar down his face his <laughs> eyes puffed up they do perfect out. setting stuff up they there do. isn't any bits that come out of fucking nowhere yeah it's so well written oh man uh, right so that, that's when they find her behind the door and she's like pipes made me do it and then she's like then here, here are his eyes <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that? She ripped the eyes off the oh, rabbit. The bunny. Is that where they're from? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then we hear cat noises under the stairs. Yes. And um, and they rip the they rip the you you see the mirror shaking on the. So the, the, the mirror shaking on the wall is apparently one of the uh, pipe sightings, but it's not been confirmed. There's a bit where it zooms in on, and you might be able to see him in the top. But it might just be the newel on the top of the mm. fucking stairs. Um, and then they rip the protective cover off the understairs door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start to open the door slowly. Or does the door open itself? No, they start to open the door. So at seven, 77 minutes and 30 seconds, we see pipes again. Oh. Did you miss that one? Yeah. He's standing behind the door. I love that shot because it opens. You see him for a second, enough for you to fucking register that he's there. And then someone slams the door being like, don't open it. And he's standing just behind the door waiting for them to open it. Do you not remember? But that's where, but it opens and then Mike collapses. 
because it, the mirror it, it falls opens on him. the mirror bursts off so, sorry maybe it slams shut because the mirror fell on him and it knocked the door shut but a hundred percent he's standing in the cra- he, you can I see him looking, in the crack of the door it might have been like how I was watching it it wasn't bright enough or something yeah <laughs> um, I'm gonna go back and rewatch. he's always again. like he's never like he's, like, he's always perfectly still. standing still so you could miss him if you're not paying attention yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy oh man that one's really obvious that oh, one's God. like the most obvious one because it like zooms in on him I there's one weird on one. Phone. There's two that are in. There's two consecutive ones. Um, when the light explodes in the studio, mm. so there's a static that goes from the shots of the house to static to the light exploding in the studio. It's a the static is a close up of go, of his face, <laughs> and then when the light explodes in the studio, he's standing underneath the light. Oh my god! But they're distracting you with everything as they show <laughs> it to you. You missed that one as well. Yeah. He's, he's just standing underneath the light that just exploded. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna have to watch this again tonight. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lee. Oh, I just looked up and saw that camera over your shoulder and assumed it was pipes. Oh my god, pipes. <laughs> um. So yeah, then uh, yeah, Mike the soundy collapses, um, and they look at him. And there's blood on his neck, and then you hear Suzanne shouting, "He's touching me! He's touching me!" Is this when that happens? This is one of the times where it happens. It happens a couple of times. So I guess she's already she's in upstairs. The thing. No, I think. I think she's in the. I think no, she got no, sucked into the glory no. hole. Really? Yeah, because it keep they go in there to find her later on. You can hear her voice in the glory. Well, oh no, well you hear so so yeah, so the mirror's shaking, you hear he's touching me, and then um and then it's all quiet outside and the link cuts. Uh, this is when they also lose control of the like we've lost we've lost control. And you yeah. can hear them in the studio being like, Are they okay, are they okay? And they're like panicking and talking to each other as Craig Charles and the other guy are just having a conversation. And this is where he says only at the BBC, love. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then... Uh, this is the calm before the storm bit. And then, then they get another call. Is this... They, they get, so, so, so once they kind of deal with that technical issue, which is great, because again, if something went live, you wouldn't expect them to, to, to be... Well, I mean, you kind of expect them to be primed with the technical slide oh, or something. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But they, like you said, they mix the audio over the wrong camera feed and they leave it there for too long because you think they're panicking trying to get the link back up from oh, the I house. I just remembered as well, the, the, just before it gets, they think it's a hoax, when they're upstairs and they hear banging downstairs and they run downstairs, the feed starts going weird, just they run down mm. the stairs. They first introduce that the feed keeps fucking up Flipping, when the ghost yeah. is really there. Yeah. Um, and then yeah then a caller calls in um, when they're back in the studio and it says that there was a um, there was a family that lived there called Mr. and Mrs. Sellers and and she's like yeah yeah yeah, I know that we know all about the history you can't fucking tell me how to do my job bitch and he says but they sublet a room what? they did? this is new information to Raymond Raymond Tumble something, I can't remember. Raymond fucking Tumble son. Tumbleweed. Tumble your kids. Um, <laughs> I wonder um, if he's they not said a he fucking was a disturbed kids. man. He was like abusing children, but I wonder if that was yeah. before he got possessed or after he No, got well, possessed. they said he was a disturbed man and he molested kids. But he also said he was a disturbed man who but then believed they said that he, he was, was delusional other and had a woman inside of his body. Which he did, though. Yeah. So maybe the, the woman. Because who cut up the dog? Yeah, must have been him. Yeah. But like, when did that happen? But he may have been, a, he may have been an arsehole molester. And then, then again, because the woman killed kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. 
So it may have all been linked. But then, um, then you find out that when the family went away on holiday, he um, went under the stairs yeah. and hung himself or hanged himself. And because they're on holiday, he was there for 12 days. And he had a lot of cats. Yes. We're pretty lucky that because we haven't done this in a while. So we're well, pretty lucky that we weren't. <laughs> st- well, we haven't done this podcast for a while. So we're lucky we weren't lots in a room with a ton of hungry cats. Damn right. Because otherwise they would have mauled up all of our they faces. Start, they see you as a food source at some they point. They see your face as a food source, apparently, because <laughs> that's the most tender spot. I mean, um, that's what the turtles did in that West Memphis 3 thing. They went for the eyes and stuff first. Because they're the easiest bits, the juiciest bits to get to. Oh, um, that's dark. That and the testicles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they, as long as you die with your balls out. This is so. This is so, so he's had so the ghost said, of the woman fused in with him, but, but now this, this, this cat's fused delivery, in with it. The delivery from the caller is so good. Yeah, and he pauses just the right points, and they think they lose him a second. They're like, "Wait, wait, you still there?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and twelve days. The cats, they got hungry. <laughs> and they ate his face. <laughs> oh my God, God. That's brilliant. So good. And then, yeah, and then um, she starts saying, like, are you seeing what's happened? Like, this is, this is the onion skin. This is everything that's happened in that house over time. You've got that mother, you've got him molesting, you've got these kids happening now, the dog's dead, everything's formed up. Um, over these years, it's built on top of each other. And Parkinson's like, no, no more calls. I've had enough of it. This night's been full of hoaxes. All of you people are batshit crazy. None of this makes any sense. And I can imagine as a viewer at this point, you're screaming at the TV, no, it's real. He's doing a fucking Jay moment from Dogma. He's just like, yo, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that over there? What happened to that guy's fucking head? <laughs> I love that it's, like it's a hoax when you just watch your Who fucking fuck Sandy you? get his head taken out by a yeah. fucking mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you must be there. Like, no, he's wrong. You, you're probably calling that number. I wonder what that number did. It's like, hello, Ghostwatch. Okay, tell me a story. We'll write it down. Yeah. Like, I really hope they played it seriously. And I hope that number led somewhere. Because that, oh, you know that's that, the equivalent. That's you know the that equivalent phone number media. was a real phone number? And when you called it, they were like, just so they know the show isn't real, is the first thing they would say when they answered the phone. Ah, oh, that's a mistake. Did you know? This they is, should have said, like, fucking... they, they should have said, let me take down your, your details. Yeah, yeah. I assume it's just because they did it in the format of, uh, of, a, of a BBC show as, such as that. But back oh, in the yeah. day, when, uh, before Ghostbusters came out, the original one, they had the phone. They had the advert that they play in the film, and they're like, "We're ready to believe you." And it had a phone number on it, and it was an advert, and you could call the phone number, and you would get a pre-recorded message from Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd <laughs> saying that they were out on a job and couldn't help right now. That's hilarious. Which is fucking genius. Like they basically did that because you can't like the Darren, Darren Brown one. They kept up with the joke, but I guess in this one, that if you if you just rang that number and it wasn't a real number, you. would no, it was a. I don't know. But if weird. you rang that number and they had a real, call, like, or they could have a message saying, "I'm sorry, uh, our call lines are being overrun at the yeah, moment." Yeah. Well, you know, it was a real number because he said it in the TED talk. He was like, "We got yeah. lots of calls," and he's just like, "Great, great," and they're like, mm, 
There were, there were, there were complaints. <laughs> Everyone was complaining. 30,000 complaints. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is crazy because I have seen uh, Big Brother, I have seen headlines where it's like people call in to complain to Hofcom because this thing happened. And then you read the article and it's just like 42 people complained. And you're like, 42 people complained? Why is this a fucking news article? Whereas 30,000 people yeah. complaining is a bigger fucking deal. And also, like, this is much bigger than War of the Worlds. Apparently, War of the Worlds is blown out of proportion. Um, so they had said, like, it was it was picked up by, um, by, like, newspapers, but it was, like, 30-something people complained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't a lot of people that complained about War of the Worlds being real and terrifying people. Oh, a better but, example is fucking... When Jonathan Ross and... And uh, um, thingy called up, called up Manuel's daughter. Called up Manuel and said that he'd done his daughter or whatever. I think that got like 10 complaints and that was it. And then a week later, it was a slow news day. A week later, it yeah. was a slow news day and they were like, we need to do something. And they followed up on that story. And it was just like, no one cared a week ago. Mm. And then now two people have resigned from the BBC. <laughs> Which, to be fair, they shouldn't have done what they did. But it's just amazing that no one gave a fuck. And it, the, the guy, I don't know, I can't speak for the guy. I can't remember his fucking name. Andy Sachs. He had to deal with it one week and then be like, okay, that thing's over now, fine, whatever. They did it, it's annoying. And then the next week it was national fucking news. And it's yeah, just like, no, only I have to ten deal people with this every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wait, what was the point of that? People calling in to complain about stuff. Oh, damn. I, I was just saying they should have had it as a real number. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but then what would you? You can't. You could say you could say I'm really like welcome to Ghost Watch. We'll try and take a call, but we're being inundated by calls. Oh, and moment. just have it. That yeah. would have been a brilliant like pre-recorded message that would have kept it up. Imagine um, if the, imagine if the pre-recorded message at a certain <laughs> time changed and it was just like round and round, the, <laughs> round and round the basket <laughs> like a fifo fum. Um, that would have been fucking so good. So at this point, right, um, after like we found out it was a hoax and shit like that, every, everything calmed down in the studio, as far as the studio thought. And on the TV, on the big um, video wall, you could see them sat um, playing a game. Mm-hmm. Which I think which is footage earlier, earlier footage. Yeah, yeah. But they think is live. And the doctor suddenly stands up and she's like, wait, what's that? And this is another brilliant thing where she stood up and left the frame and then the camera wasn't expecting it or acts like it wasn't expecting it, quickly takes it off of lock yeah, and yeah. then pans around and finds it, finds her, <laughs> which is just a, a lovely piece of natural camera work. Yeah, yeah. And like, and you could tell that like the, the guys in the mixing booth weren't expecting her to stand up. So they didn't cut away from that. And it, it, it works really well. Yeah. And then you see her, she's like, that picture is still up. That picture was thrown off the wall. Well, the bit's good. It was this just is like, hey, you notice the picture and you're like, you just assume she's talking about the picture she's looking at as in the screen. Mm. And he's like, what, what picture? What's wrong with the picture? And she's like, it's still on the wall. Mm. This is the wrong footage. This is from earlier. <laughs> There's and a bit then... when she's like, we've lost control. And you hear Parkinson be like, that's ridiculous. We can't lose control. Was that? Yeah. She's like, this isn't live. It's, it's in the machine. Yeah, yeah. When's the bit when she's like, oh, fuck, we've done a seance? <laughs> that happens in a set, because it then... She's like, how many fucking then people cuts, are watching this right it, now? It then cuts and goes to, um, like, you, you see the, the footage change to the real life stuff. And you hear that, like, low moan cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's where he's like, wind? 
in a studio. Who's ever heard of wind in a studio? And the studio gets really windy. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, how many people are watching this? We've created a massive sound. <laughs> and then everything goes batshit crazy. Imagine being at home, watching this on TV, not aware that it's fake. Yeah. And then that bit happens. Yeah. Do you reckon people just got up and turned off their TV? And then they cut to real life, or like real live footage, and you're outside and everyone's getting out of the house. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, so we can see, we've got everyone out of the house, there's Kim, there's the mum, there's um, like... Uh, the soundy guy, um, he's been wheeled out. Uh, the, the police here, drive the, around. The voices are really well, like, disembodied voices. Because obviously you can hear Craig Charles being like, here comes the police and stuff. But their voices just sound, just something just off about them to make them sound disembodied while they're talking over the footage. Mm, well, I think I think because it's done from a point of view of everything's hectic, so the mic wouldn't be perfectly placed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like it's um, further away. Yeah. Um, and kind of muffled. And then they say, like, oh, everyone's out of the house except for Su- uh, Suzanne, the kid. The uh, presenter, Sarah, and Chris, the cameraman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, the perfect trio for that this film. And then you see, which is what I really like. Like you, you, you Well, you then cut back to the studio, I think. No, it just no. goes straight into the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now camera. you go into the house, yeah. And it's night vision camera that they demoed at the beginning. Saying that they can't find Susie. And they're walking around. They're, they're trying to find the bit each other. In, in Paranormal Activity Two, where he shows his daughter his new camera, it's like, look, it's got a night vision feature on it. And they literally do that in this. And they like, do at the very beginning. But this they, is they before night vision was a thing, and they so they'd use um, uh, heat thermal vision. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like, I just assumed in that bit would be one of the times you see pipes. It's just a black figure. But then it's like, no, that's too obvious. Yeah. And he, and it and is, cold. and he doesn't. He's not there. Which yeah. is genius. They don't. You, they don't. If this was made in Hollywood now, they would have put him in it. Um, Definitely. But yeah, Some they, creepy it, eyes. It literally becomes wreck because you see her walking around in the dark, being like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "I'm here. I've got the camera." And like they're feeling for each other and grab each other's hands. She's yeah. using the lighter to look around, and then she finds a torch and they use the torch, which is great because that's terrifying as well. Yeah. Do you know that um, this is one of the few things they had to change in post? Oh, really? Because the camera is hardwired to have the actual time of day on it. You can't change that. Back in the day, you couldn't mm. change it, so it had the wrong date and time on it, so they, in post, they had to change it to Oh, so this is where they had the, the camera with the time. settings on the side? Yeah. I was looking at that, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're yes. obviously two different cameras. Yeah. They're obviously two different t- cameras, because there's a bit where they're filming in night vision, then it cuts to another camera... And you see the cameraman in shot now, lower the camera, push a button and lift it back up. And I'm like, I know that's two separate cameras and you've just disguised it by making it look like it's just a button on the fucking camera, which it ain't. <laughs> Not back then, it fucking ain't. They would have been impressive. <laughs> yeah, like the BBC would have that technique. What would they use that for? And, it, and there, would, there would be no other show they'd need that for. No, can't think of anything. Fucking nighttime, nighttime wildlife. Nighttime wildlife, and you can see the heat signature of this tiger. (laughs) It may look like anything, but trust us, it's a tiger in London. So yeah, they can't find Susie, and they're looking everywhere, and they hear her under the stairs. Yeah, and then um, Sarah opens the door, and she climbs in. 
And as she climbs in, the door slams shut behind yeah, yeah. her. She's like in a trance. She can't like get away from that shit. Yeah. And then you cut back to the studio. And this is where the lights start exploding. There's a camera moving. But what I really enjoyed is that while all this is happening, there's a conversation in the background being had. Yeah. And it's between Mike, um, which is Sarah's husband, like real life husband. Yeah. yeah. And like the person who's managing the studio saying like, you have to leave. Everyone has to leave the studio. We're getting everyone out. And he's like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving until I know she's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept, they keep repeating that. And like, that's a really nice touch. Cause it's just, it's subtle. It's quite quiet in the mix. Yeah. yeah. And while Michael um, Parkinson's walking around saying like this wind blowing, cameras are moving, we're losing power. And this whole conversation is just unfolding behind them. Yeah, yeah, and then like he's saying, now we're he's like, we've got generators. Hopefully darkness. they'll kick in. But I'm like, we're in total darkness. All the powers are gone, except the live transmission is still going out. But it's fucking the camera is like on the floor, not on the floor, but it's on it's an angle. Sliding across. Well, one of them is just like gliding across the room. Oh yeah. <laughs> which reminds me of um, "Time Stands Still" by Rush, the music video where they just have like green screen cameras flying across the all across the, the uh, video. Um. So is this the very end then, where he's walking around in the dark? Then he's yeah, he's stumbling around in the dark. All the lights go off, and then they some come back on. He's like, "Oh, we have some light." He's basically narrating everything that's happening. Because at this point, I was just like, "Well, how's this going to end then?" Because like he's still fine, but then it it perfectly ends with he him wa- being like, "Oh, the auto cue's still reading," and he yeah. starts reading it, and it becomes the fucking. But you hear cats. You hear cats yeah, as yeah. he's doing it as well. And it's the this is round fairy tales. And round the three, five, four. <laughs> and like, oh. Then it just cuts to black. Yeah. And then the credits And then the roll. credits roll, showing you that everything's fine. And I seem to think, as I seem to remember reading that the continuity before and afterwards, I've realised I've been leaning away from the microphone this whole time. That was probably awful. Sorry, <laughs> uh, my, cre- my chair's creaky. The... Uh, continuity at either end of the show was like yeah that was a drama mate <laughs> don't complain <laughs> did Boy. you hear about the guy that killed himself I did yeah yeah he, he killed himself after watching it so that's not good he, um, um, he, they had plumbing problems in their house and he heard the pipes and he thought he was possessed by a ghost and he killed himself mm-hmm. and he said in his because I wrote it down <laughs> he said in his suicide note if there are ghosts then I will be a ghost and will be with you always to his parents. Spooky. Yeah. Uh, so that's not good. And obviously the guy who shit his pants ain't good. And three women gave birth out of shock. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, as, just, as long as they were due, it's fine. I don't think that you could get away with that this day because the scale. You could oh, be able to do that on this kind of scale. And the vicar as well. There was a vicar who thought that the BBC had conjured up an evil spirit. Yeah. yeah. Even after he was told that the whole thing was a host, hoax. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, you've brought something into this world. I'm like, no, we wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a possess Michael Parkinson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really, really good. Yeah, cracks his pants. Sarah had to appear on the, on, on the kids' show. To say um, she was later dead. To prove she wasn't dead. It, which reminds me of... Um, of the uh, I can Cannibal Holocaust yes you got it where they had to get the actors to come into the courtroom to prove yeah, yeah, that they yeah. were alive yeah um, which is brilliant uh, there was a rumour going around that she had advertised a show on the kids show the day before but that was not true 
Uh, and one of the other cool things uh, that I read about was that the writer wanted to have a noise go through it that could only be audible to animals. Because they said to freak in, out dogs. They said in the thing that dogs wouldn't stop barking, and they, they were like, "Oh, loads of calls coming through about animals acting weird." Like <laughs> there was a rumor that he wanted to put that in the thing, and he confirmed it, being like, "Yeah, that was genuinely a thing we wanted to do." But as you might know, because you work in the televisions, there is standard picture set, like standard picture. You can't you can't send out any you can't send out Dolby surround sound no. on TV. You can only send out a certain you, you signal. You have to send out um, signal, with, signal with, yeah. With, yeah within certain frequencies. Which and meant, it's the same same with color. It's the same with brightness and darkness. Yeah, they yeah. have standards for everything being broadcast. Which meant now it's all bullshit because you watch most things online. That's true, but yeah, it meant that you couldn't. You, even if they wanted to, they couldn't do that. Yeah, which is a shame, because that would have been amazing. And also, if you could send out brown noise and yeah. have everyone shit their pants. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the BBC you. has caused a mass epidemic. Did you ever see uh, Man on the Moon? The, the no. Jim Carrey film about Andy uh, Kaufman. There's a bit in that which I always thought was fucking genius when they gave him his own TV special. And he wanted it, he wanted it to keep flickering. And the picture to keep going like horribly wrong and like, and they're like the, the TV execs are like why? And he's like because people will be sat at home watching it and they'll get up and they'll be like oh what's up with my TV and they're like hit their TV and they'll fiddle around with their TV and they'll think their TV's broken and they're like no and he's like but it's funny because the people think the TV's broken and they're like that's not funny and it's like that's genius they like, people are going to damage their TVs and sue us. <laughs> It's like in Brass Eye when he wanted to call someone a cunt and they were like, no, you can't. And it's literally in the episode for one frame. It just appears on the screen for one frame. Genius. Man. So there's there another really good thing with this um, that helped, like, added to the believability. Uh-huh. There was only music at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That then- intro is quite fucking... Like, it sounds really dumb, but then when the people, like, get fucking nuked, like, in Terminator 2. Yeah. It's spooky as shit. <laughs> but they, um, they, they allow silence. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice, because that is so much more terrifying. Oh, they do, than, like, than having, things with Than the, having audio. When but. they rely on the audio of the guy with the boom mic. Yeah, you listen to him swinging it around, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, so you're focused on the sound. You also, when people are panicked and quiet. Like when they're talking to each other and trying to find each other, in between those moments, it's silence. Yeah. And they sit, and that, that, if you think something's going wrong in a TV broadcast and there's no sound, yeah, you, there's probably something going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have to rely on on creepy music because if there was creepy music in there, it would have ruined it. It would have like, you would have known it was a yeah. not real. It's like adding canned laughter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It well like. I mean, I can't think of live shows that have music in them other than shows that feature, like, dance numbers and shit. Like, you just wouldn't do it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, it's really good. It's a five out of fucking five, James. <sighs> Can you hear the laughter going on outside? They're on the walls. <laughs> I'm torn. Fuck. For my result. Really? Yeah. Why? What? what, what? Why, why, what's the negative that you're thinking? The only negative is the, the acting of the family. But, James... Super stored acting. Okay, I, okay, fine. The acting of the family shit, I fully admit that. I still give it five out of five. Did you or did you not, in this very building, watch this late at night once and then feel afraid? That was, that was a terrible idea. I was, I was waiting. <laughs> the, so the first time I watched this was after you, on your recommendation. 
I was working late nights on my own, the only person in a converted warehouse. <laughs> and um, I was on the fifth floor and I had to uh, pause it, I think. This thing is like halfway through or, or most way through, I'd pause it to go to the loo. And to get to the loo, you have to walk through three doors which take their time to close. And also you're and reflected the in lights, the other door when you yes. open the door. <laughs> and all the lights flick on as you walk past them. Yeah, and then yeah. you walk past the stairs and they cinematically turn on from the bottom up, which is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. But then it means then you that look by down the time... And see a grudge coming up. Yeah. And by the time you've gotten... You're, you've opened the third door, the first door starts closing. Yeah, yeah. So there's all these noise echoing around. And I sh- was shitting my pants <laughs> before I got to the loo. It was terrifying. So even, even though last the night is bad, spooked me out. Even though the acting's bad, it still works. Does work. I can't give it a perfect 10. <sighs> Why? It's, per- it's the perfect ghost story. I just watched last week the original Haunting, which is another perfect fucking ghost story. But like this is the this is the peak. I want to give it four point five. <sighs> I want to give it four point five. I'm sorry, it's not getting a perfect ten. Damn you, James! <laughs> so close. So close. Nine point five. It's up there. If, if it's better than demons. If um, hunt for demon foot didn't <laughs> didn't get ten out of ten, then this can't. <laughs> the fuck was that movie called hunt for demon no the, the bigfoot demon thing oh night of the, night demon. Of the demon if that didn't get 10 points they're in a different <laughs> league <laughs> the, look the, this was brilliant it was banned mm-hmm. so it's fine it was ghoulish it was very clever very well crafted I think there were just some elements that because it's a 90s TV show was lacking in but I loved it and you will be watching it again. I will be watching it again. <laughs> and I will... It's something I want to watch with other people that haven't seen it. Like, just to be like, look at this fucking thing that happened. Can you believe this was on television? I've recommended it to so many people <laughs> since you since you told it to me. It's so good. <laughs> I wish I'd been there the original night to remember the fucking... Mm. Well, um, a colleague of mine, she watched it. Really? Um, when it was on. And she's she's a bit older than us, and um, she said she was terrified. They were freaked out about pipes for nights after that. <laughs> Couldn't sleep. Any like slight noise they heard. It's so like branding the ghost is so genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you have a name to give fear. Yeah, yeah. That like thing, Freddy. that thing that you think is under your bed, that thing that could be in the cupboard, that thing that's behind the curtains. Yeah, yeah. That's pipes. And you know what it is and what it can do now. <laughs> and it's How out. good is that? Oh, James, it's a perfect 10. <laughs> We're not going to leave this room until you've decided. You're right, it's a 9.75. <laughs> I guess that's that. Um, Tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to your recommendation. My recommendation? For the next one that we've watched. Well, I've decided because... In the interim of these episodes, I've bought piles of stuff. <laughs> Not the stuff. That oh. was absolutely unwatchable garbage. That was That's genius. a fantastic that was film. Ex- at the same time, genius. Chocolate Chip Charlie. Uh, a kung fu black guy for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Because he is. And then the guy from The Sopranos or something is a racist in it for no reason. <laughs> uh 
It's not from The Sopranos. It's from like Goodfellas or some shit. <laughs> uh, so my my recommendation, I bought a pile of fucking discs, pile of uh, arrows. Mm-hmm. There's one in that pile that we're going to do, James. String that bow. So you know how you got into the mindset of watching all the Friday the 13th? <gasps> Of, of, of killers, uh, slashers at uh, a campsite, James. Some kind of genre. Some kind of yeah. specific genre of slashers on a campsite. We. Oui. That potentially can outstretch to going to space, taking Manhattan, <laughs> going to hell. Mm-hmm. But this one only got one film, and it's called The Burning. And we're going to do that, motherfucker. I'm game. I haven't seen it. It's got... George from Seinfeld in it. That's all I remember. It's about some kids. I believe it's based on the Cropsey thing. Yeah. Some pranksters burn a man to death and then he comes back to get revenge on prank. the camp counsellors. The most original idea. Dear God. Okay. I'm very game. Let's it's going to be hopefully good. It's going to be flamingly good. And I believe it was banned. Oh, Which takes perfect. us back... To, to what we should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> On the next... Sadist Filth. Oh, dear God, Susan. Oh, 